0: Does your criminal empire feel like you're a glorified Uber driver? Well, you're not the only one. This is Grand Theft Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode four of Grand Theft Podcast, where we take a rose-tinted look back at our favourite GTA games while eagerly holding out our empty gaming bowls and asking, please Rockstar? Can we have some more? I'm your host, Gareth, and with me each week is the lost to my damned, the online to my story mode, the star to my junction, it's co-host Gary. Hello, 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 hello. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? I'm not too bad at all. Have you recovered from last week's Mammoth episode? I uh, think
1: th- think so, just, uh, but uh, in terms of relating back to our last episode, mm-hmm. uh, I dived headfirst into San Andreas again and uh <laughs> that's
0: exciting
1: <laughs> and i left los santos you have uh, already yeah yeah Richard. uh yeah i left los well i started my save where i left it off ah, so okay. it was about halfway through los santos and uh now i've um i did the sticks mm-hmm. and then i've done san fierro and oh, i'm wow. way way to head to the desert to buy the airfield, that is a hell of a lot of work <laughs> in such a short amount
0: of time. So, just to give you a little bit of context on that yeah. one, we are recording on Wednesday morning. It's very yes. snowy in the middle of yes. April here. Yes, it is um, it's bizarre. <laughs> we only recorded that podcast like yeah, three four days ago, Saturday. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, I'm going
1: to say that I was probably slightly hungover on the Sunday. after our after our kind of uh gaming night we had and uh so i wasn't up for doing much so i spent most of the most of the time playing san andreas and then uh i've just um been playing mostly in the evenings and uh yeah like uh i kind of almost take back most of the things i said about this game being daunting okay and i think that like once once you leave um los santos mm-hmm. then that game just opens up so much and um like things seem uh, probably a bit more manageable now once yep. i've left yeah, yeah. los santos uh but yeah it's uh oh, it's great i've uh, i've thoroughly been enjoying my time and i will like i will get to the last mission i don't know if i'll 100% it but i'll i'll definitely uh do as much as i can
0: yeah this is i think the 100% mark on that game is is absolutely insane and i mean we didn't mention it last time when we were we were talking about um this that any cheats would completely null uh null your 100% anyway so
1: yeah uh i'm using cheats but (laughs) (laughs) i know i know i know but uh yeah like i don't know whether it was like a mentality that i had when i was younger but i used to always play gta with cheats like uh even back when we were playing GTA 2 like we just type in the cheats um, whatever kind of like was infinite ammo or infinite health and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and just go around and just have a bunch of fun so I don't know whether it's on this like kind of hardcore though I have done GTA 3 and Vice City without cheats
0: that's quite impressive
1: yeah which I'm which I'm quite chuffed with uh but but uh yeah just since we were talking about San Andreas I was just like no I want to experience a lot more of the story again Mm because it is a really good so i've just been kind of plowing through it and stuff so uh but yeah hopefully get that finished soon
0: man that's very that's very cool indeed yeah excellent shall we get into some news let's get into some news each week we're going to discuss some of the news and rumors surrounding gta in a segment that we like to call weasel news confirming your prejudices Now, we're not going to be breaking any headlines. We're not even going to be well informed. But hey, we're the ones with the microphones. So you have to listen. Yeah, listen. (laughs) (laughs) So if you've been following us for the last few episodes, you'll know that we've been taking a retrospective look back over the 3D trilogy or the Holy Trilogy, as we like to call them. And we've been very impressed with some of the voice talent within those games in a relatively recent interview sam hauser shared why they won't use hollywood actors going forward now we can see this with the change of gta 4 that we're going to look into today uh, as well as going forward into gta 5 Mm -hmm. so first of all do you think it's it's changed those games not having big hollywood actors not having you know your avery's played by burt reynolds uh who was cited in this interview um or samuel l jackson as being your main antagonist has it changed those experiences um I don't know. Um like I th- one thing that we
1: we keep saying is the fact that like this this trilogy, the 3D trilogy just has such a such a presence and such a gravitas to it because of the big name voice talents that you got. But back mm-hmm. in the day when I was playing it, like um there was only a few that like I would have noticed like straight out of the bat because I was probably not like yeah. that well. Um, clued up in sort of like film and pop culture and stuff like that back then yeah um so i don't think it hits hit as much like i just thought this was a cool game that i was just playing but yeah like learning that the amount of voice talent they had in that trilogy was just like insane absolutely insane mm-hmm. and uh, it like it does give like revisiting those games you're just like oh crap that's uh that's Samuel Jackson. That's Burt Reynolds. That's Dennis Hopper. That's uh, yeah. It just gives these games such an identity. Uh, whereas when they went to uh, GTA 4 and GTA 5, um, mm-hmm. they're still fantastic games. Still great stories. The voice acting is top notch, and using yeah. relatively unknowns. And yeah. that's that's the way forward because uh, I think I think voice actors are a whole different breed from like a film actor you can you can have yeah, someone that's a really good like film actor uh but then when it comes to do voice work they just phone it in and mm-hmm. that's happened several several Definitely. times either like through stuff like doing animation or uh or coming into voice some games as well so uh but having people that are primarily voice actors doing those kind of roles is is excellent it's really really good um it's almost a case of like uh we need to prove this but we need a, a hook we need we need the talents of like big hollywood actors and stuff like that to help sell yes. this yeah yeah but then once they have proved themselves with this trilogy then they're like okay well we can do this we can go out and do these things by ourselves we don't need that pool because like essentially rockstar itself and gta itself is such a huge brand name now. Yes. That people will just buy into it because of it so um yeah i i think um i think going forward like i don't think they should really bring in like much celebrities or anything like that because
0: i don't think it needs it no no i think um when they when they started getting kind of voice talent in there they they went for the best for voice talent um to justify what they were doing as this is actually a grown-up series video games aren't just for kids um you know look what look what we're doing with it yeah it was it was a very different time as well i think you know when you've got um yeah bigger actors coming in to to voice a video game something that's you know maybe deemed for kids or or something that's that's not necessarily uh you know your most serious of 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 genres for for an actor to to be in yeah by the time you get up to maybe gta 5 um there's loads of yeah. interviews with um with the 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 three protagonists, yeah. and quite often they're asked about voice acting, and and Stephen Oggett in particular is very adamant that it's it's yeah. full acting because of the way that they can mm-hmm. do full mocap. So it's it, it's a really interesting kind of balancing act between the two. And I think something that Sam Hauser spoke about was the the immersion that by hearing a famous voice, it kind of takes you out of that a little bit, and you start thinking about maybe the actor rather than what's happening. I can I I can see that, yeah, yeah. And I mean, do we think that if Roman was played by you know Ewan McGregor and <laughs> I know, Mallory was like Scarlett Johansson. Do we think that yeah. um, do we think that that would be you know such a, a good story and and arguably you know the best GTA story? Uh, I know yeah. it's got its own critics, but I think you know GTA Four is a powerhouse of a a, a narrative. Um, yeah, would those actors you know pull you out of that?
1: I I kind of think they would to be honest. Um, like thinking about gTA 4 not having uh the voice talent that it does now uh, and like having the celebrity actors like it would definitely pull you out of it mm-hmm. uh, i think now as well obviously like people that have kind of grown up like i don't i don't know whether if like if this is something that has affected you but mm-hmm. for myself um when i first started playing games and stuff like that like i was like slightly slightly aware of like actors and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but i like i I would just see them as like characters and in a film and everything like that i wouldn't see the actor playing them but as i've grown older i've gotten more into films and more into like games and music and everything like that and starting to really look in and analyze things um Let's, let's take, for example, uh, yeah, let's take The Last of Us yeah. as an example with uh, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson obviously voicing yeah. Joe and yeah. Ellie, uh, two phenomenal voice actors. Mm-hmm. Troy Baker, mm-hmm. possibly one of the best gaming voice actors out there next to mm-hmm. Nolan North. Yep. And um, so um, I would always get a kick when I uh, find out that Troy Baker was voicing something yes. in the game. And uh but now uh I've gotten really attuned to his voice and I can pick his voice out from all the different kind of roles that he can do and mm-hmm. he can play. Um so I don't know whether that detracts from that as well. But that's um but I think that's a uh, another completely different different kind of tangent. It's the same with Nolan North, like I can pick Nolan North out from a lot of things now yeah. as well. Um but the range those two have, uh, in terms of like the type of characters that they can play is unreal.
0: Yeah, I think it it's a it's a good comparison between a really good Hollywood actor, you yeah. know, you'll you'll see their, their face, but you won't necessarily yeah. think, Oh, that's thingy in that film. You know, you'll you'll be able to yeah, see yeah. it, but you'll you'll be able to take out like again, we maybe talk about um we talked a little bit about um Die Hard last last week. Yeah, yeah you see bruce Willis in like last boy scout or you know anything yeah. like that and it's basically john mcclain yeah. just with a different <laughs> kind of uh name um yeah whereas you know there's so many other actors out there that you would watch in in different roles you kind of forget it's that person
1: uh gary oldman yeah because uh, a lot of the a lot of the stuff that he ends up doing like he can go from like commissioner gordon mm-hmm. to um his character in um in the fifth element he can do like a damn good russian or he can have like his comedy role that he has in friends yeah yeah. like it's it's just it's it's insane the the amount of scope that man has and obviously like one of his most recent ones like completely transforming himself into winston churchill
0: yeah of course yeah
1: yeah uh, i think one of the main reasons i kind of wanted to bring up uh troy baker especially was because um like i think the last of us gave him the the acting flexibility yeah. as well because they've fully mo everything and there's an absolutely brilliant video if you haven't watched it is uh one night live right okay with uh, the last of us so basically they take scenes from the last of us oh. and they have ashley johnson troy baker and some of the other cast act out those
0: roles in real life good i've not seen that but i, I will be looking that up
1: yeah with um with like music interludes by uh gustavo i cannot remember his full name but the the guy composes the music for last of us um yeah gustavo <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah no it's uh, that's a, that's an excellent thing and it's showing that um that voice acting like has taken on such a huge huge kind of role yeah of uh, like it's more than just standing in front of a mic and just acting out stuff Another another voice actor that, um, like, has had such a huge career and is uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah, of course. Like, obviously, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker fame, Star Wars fame and everything like that. But he's probably, like, as well-known as playing the Joker. Yes. Now. Yeah. And, and the some of the voices that that man can do is insane as well. And, like, I think he actually found probably his like his main kind of career now as a mm-hmm. voice actor rather than a film actor and um it's it's insane like it's really really good like a lot of love and respect for mark hamill for what he does because yes. it, it's very good
0: it really is it really is it's a really good shout as well someone that's able to kind of bridge between the two of them um yeah yeah because there is a big difference like you say, between something like The Last of Us or, or the Naughty Dog ethos, in that we will build yeah. a set essentially and and capture yeah. everything, so it's it is everything. And when you've got actors like Nolan North uh, and Troy Baker working together, uh, yeah. of course, through both of the games, because um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize Nolan North was in the original uh, Last of Us. Uh, yeah, he as the plays Hannibal. Da- yeah, he
1: plays David, and that's right, that, yeah. th- that's such a cool uh, that's such a cool role for him because like you think. Like when I used to think of Nolan North, I used to think of like Nate Drake, and he had his like yep. heroic kind of voice and <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. like that. But like when uh, Neil Druckmann asked him to be David, like he kind of totally subverted like my expectations for what that voice was that he did. And I, I like I didn't know it was Nolan North for ages until until someone pointed that out to me.
0: No, and he didn't. He didn't like tweet about it. He wasn't all over yeah. social media. Uh, he wasn't yeah. like, oh, I've got you know, look out yeah. for me in this game.
1: Yeah, I th- I think I think he was um, I think because obviously like he had such a like a history with Naughty Dog, and now this was uh, Troy Baker's time to sort of shine in yeah. that role, yeah, very in the much. lead role of a Naughty Dog game. So, um,
0: plus they're really good mates, which is excellent. It is, yeah, it's um, yeah. It, you definitely get that across, especially when they play the two brothers in, in Uncharted Four. There's yeah, yeah. so much going on there, uh, and I think when you add somebody like uh, Ashley Johnson into the into yep. the mix as well. She's such a yep. good Ellie. Um, oh, she's she is absolutely
1: excellent. And a uh, little fun fact for people who didn't know, uh, she voiced Gretchen
0: Grundler in Recess. Oh really? My goodness. No. Yep. I'm one or two year, uh, years <laughs> past Recess. By the time uh, By the time Recess was a thing,
1: I loved Recess. <laughs> yeah. No, she voices Gretchen Grundler in Recess. No way.
0: But yeah, it, it goes to show the the difference between them. I think. I remember watching a documentary on God of War Three uh, and around the, the the making of that, yeah, yeah. and you see a, a moment in the the voicing booth uh, between Stig Asmussen and um, Malcolm McDowell, who's in there quite a big uh, yeah. actor. Um, yeah. In fact, a huge actor, a huge Hollywood actor, and I think he's he's not phoning it in. I don't want to take away from yeah. from the great performance that he does in that game, but mm. um, you see a moment where Stig asks for another take for the can yeah. just to, just for safety yeah. um, just to make sure for protection and yeah. the actor kicks off he's like what are you talking about we're doing another one just for protection ah no you've got the take you've got the take let's move on next line next line you know and um, you get the impression and this is just my impression watching it from the outside yeah. that he's like i'm just it's just a stupid video game you yeah. know why do i actually need to do this line twice i've done it once as yeah. best as i'm going to do it let's yeah. just move on um, and you see Stig just like, oh, um, right. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, and then I think he turns to the camera and he's just like, well, working with Hollywood actors is a little bit, a little bit tough, isn't it? Um, yeah. And I think this is something that, you know, with some of the reports that, that Sam Houser was coming out with, uh, a couple of actors kicking off, um, Burt Reynolds being one mm. of them. And I think, uh, somebody else had to come in and direct Chuck D. Okay. In San Andreas. Okay. Um, as part of that article, at least, Um mm. uh, go and look it up.
1: Um, that's our article on Goliath uh done by Nick Steinberg
0: yeah definitely check that article out on uh, Goliath um because it, it's it's very interesting and it doesn't really go into too much detail here I'm sure you can you can dig into it but yeah I just thought it'd be interesting um to think that you know we can we can speculate all we want about how GTA 6 is going to turn out but yeah I think one thing we do know for sure is it's not going to have any big big name actors
1: yeah this is gonna be really interesting uh, i think the release orders of rockstar games since gta 4 were 4 uh red dead redemption mm-hmm. gta 5 mm-hmm. and then red dead redemption 2 and then it's gonna be gta 6 so we're coming off of the back of probably uh, one of the strongest narrative games of the past like decade, next to the last of us in the form of red dead redemption 2 so yeah um it it shows that they can pull off this kind of open world story driven game without the need of big hollywood actors so uh i am i'm interested to see the actual voice talent they do pull in uh in -hmm. terms of uh characters like we might find our new favorite voice actor through these characters so
0: yeah it's it's a very exciting um and yet another one of the main reasons that i cannot wait for this this game to be announced come on rockstar come on yeah get on with it (laughs) (laughs) just before we go any further just a very quick apology to say that there will be a difference in some of the audio from our guest today unfortunately we had some technical issues so we've just been working between the backup and the real mic as well hope it doesn't take away from any enjoyment let's get into it now we're going to look back at some of our favorite characters that's helped shape the gta world so this week we're going to do the same as San Andreas, we're going to split this one into two episodes. So we're going to be talking a little bit about GTA 4 today, and then next week we'll finish off our discussion and we'll have our NPC dialogue there. And we have another guest to help us out this week, so welcome to the show, Ras and Kiflom.
2: Hello. Hello. i i have none of that GTA 5 nonsense on this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fromage, I think, is a, a character in himself all the way through, I think he can... Uh, he's a another podcast yeah in himself
2: <laughs> totally how are you doing guys
0: doing well good 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 thank you for joining us as soon as we we mentioned having anybody on i was like right
2: i know who we need to talk to about gta4 that's really concerning <laughs> I, i'm uh i'm delighted that that's my reputation and that's that was like i know a sad sack that really liked that game let's get him in uh. That's it. I just went
0: through my phone book. I was like, sad, sad. (laughs) It's under sad sack as well. (laughs) So that's good. That's good. So what was your first introduction to GTA? How did you get into the games? So actually, my
2: first introduction to GTA, I was thinking about this the other day, and it was probably GTA 1, to be totally honest. Um, I'll be be really honest, like, my interaction with the the series probably, as soon as I explain that to you, you'll probably just hang up the call. Because I'm... (laughs) I really have a lot to say about some of the games, but I have the rest of them I've missed mm-hmm. entirely. It just slept on them. Yep. I couldn't tell you why. Um, GTA 1, 100%. I remember getting that. I think when I bought a PlayStation 1, we bought, like me and a mutual friend of ours, Joe, yep. bought one secondhand when we were in like fourth year at school. It was mostly so I could play Tomb Raider 2. <laughs> uh, but the girl that was selling us it, um, it came with a bunch of games, and GTA 1 was that. I definitely remember playing about with that and just being like, you can't normally do this kind of stuff in a video game. This is a bit mad. Like, you know, driving cars into people and, you know, you remember all the drama from that game coming out. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I would definitely remember being like, this isn't um, a normal experience you would have in a video game. Um, But, yeah, probably GTA 1. To be honest, man, like I say, I'm patchy across the history of it. Like, 4 was probably the one I got the most into it of all of them. But, um, yeah, we'll come to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, we will. <laughs> there was a faraway look in my eyes there when I said, it, "Yeah, right, there's some it. flashbacks going on." I think.
0: Cool. So, what we're going to be talking about GTA Four? We've just alluded to. uh When was the last time you've gone through GTA Four?
2: Um yeah, this is funny. I had to look this up because um I'll tell you. So, the reason that I have so much, I've spent so much time in, in Liberty City in GTA Four specifically, is because I'll just give you the quick rundown. I I played it to bits when it came out. I actually, my first experience with it was, actually, mm-hmm. at your house, Gareth, I don't even know if you even remember this, but we were on a night out, oh, yeah. and I'm not going to incriminate us any more than yeah. that. We are we're on a night out. I think... I remember that yeah. night. Oh, yeah, Just <laughs> Um, I think you were with us, actually, and we went back to your flat, and your flatmate at the time had probably been playing it for, I would assume, 40 hours straight at this stage. It was brand yep. new at the time. Um, and we were a little bit worse for wear. That's probably the most I want to say about that. Um, And I remember your flatmate at the time, saying, oh, you should check this out, have a play, don't get me busted, whatever you do, I've got quite a lot of yeah, weapons. Yeah. I mean, famous last words, right? <laughs> yeah. um, um, He's like, go into that pub, see what happens, and you come out, and it was obviously the job yeah, yeah. physics, and it was all like, oh, yeah. mate, that's amazing. Get in the car, you should go and drive, it's funny what happens, because, you know, yeah. obviously in the real world, that is not hilarious at all. Yeah, we anyway, don't condone that. You know, it was like the, <laughs> definitely, disclaimer, not okay. But it was the first time in a video game you'd ever seen anything like that. Yeah, again. yeah. GTA breaking all the dubious honours of being the first time to see that kind of a thing in a game. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, and I immediately crashed, I immediately got busted and immediately lost all of his stuff. So that was cool. <laughs> but off the back of that, I ended up going back 100%ing it, um, and about two weeks after 100%ing it, um, the PlayStation 3 dropped trophy support. Um, and I was like, well, well, that better be retroactive. And it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and you know, there was just this little tick in the back of my mind being like, you want to it's gotten to not get that trophy. You want to go and get the trophy. Yeah. You should probably go back and do that again. <laughs> yeah. Like all those pigeons and all those drug running and all that nonsense. Yeah. Um so I did it again. I got 75% through the game. I'm a PlayStation 3 yellow light of death. Yellow light of death. Whatever you want to call that. So my PlayStation died, so I didn't lost all my save games. Massive lesson about backing up. <laughs> did it again, got to 25%. Um <laughs> and I think that was just when Lost in the Damned came out remember when the stories from Margaret City came out and it was a very very rare day one bug where if you installed that game it corrupted any existing gameplay from the first you know if you were playing the original game and you weren't playing that it it was it was fixed almost immediately, but I lost another game at a, like 50% or something there. Um, so the last time I played it was the me finally getting the key to the city trophy, which is 100% mm-hmm. trophy. Yeah. Um, and I had to look up, Bob because I took a screenshot of it, and that was in February 2012. was the last time I played uh, that wow. game. So I'm sorry, that's a very long way to tell you that I haven't played what? it in a decade. <laughs> but I guarantee well, you that it's all going it, to... The, the moment I started looking into doing this podcast with you... Everything just came flooding back. It was like yeah. so it was right here in the back of my head. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, I've talked no. a lot. But yeah, that was the <laughs> last time. No, that- about a decade ago. was the answer to that it's question? I, I think.
0: Yeah. It's It's interesting that you you didn't learn your save game uh lesson from Tomb Raider, where I believe you saved your game <laughs> two inches from spiky death, <laughs> and then every time you reloaded, it was just splat, <laughs> splat, yeah. dead, you- dead. Do you know when you get into that
2: habit, if you're like, no, nah, i fuck this jump, right, okay, stop, Yeah. then go, save, go to the save, hit the button, and you just get into that routine of going, nope, save, yeah. nope, save, nope, save, and then when you go, or nope, load mm. is what I meant to say, yeah. but obviously I hit save instead, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like two inches away from the ground and just loaded it with that. A... <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Oh dear. So that's a great step. Thanks for sharing that, Gareth. That's good. I'm glad everyone knows about that.
0: That's all right. That's all right.
2: Yeah. I I kind of want to go back to what you were saying about
1: um, like your first experience of GTA Four and the like. It was before a night out, and uh, that that was that that was pretty much most of my early experiences with GTA Four. Nice, because uh, it used to be before we went out on uh, it was some some night out, and we would just try and get like six stars and just last as long as we could and um yeah, yeah. but one of the most stupid things we did mm-hmm. we took a helicopter took up to the highest height we could and jump out and if we hit a car <laughs> on the way down then we had to drink <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid that's well like amazing. we made we made up a stupid rule it's like uh, it was we kept missing and kept missing and stuff like that and we're like okay if we hit a car like we're, we're drinking everything in the flat <laughs> we're just drinking everything and it was and then the last one we did it hit, it hit a taxi square on the bonnet Ooh. and we're just like oh okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's the last you remembered of that night
1: yeah, that's the last. But it it just like when you said that it just like took me right back to like 2008, 2009, uh just that era playing that game and just being actually really just blown away by the whole um like realism of it. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Cuz that jump from that jump from PlayStation to Xbox to uh, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 mm-hmm. like it uh, was insane
0: like totally
1: yeah Yeah. such a huge jump in like graphics and uh, quality and i remember like seeing some early games running at about 60 fps as well and just everything just feeling
0: so smooth to play i think that's that's almost uh, it's almost become a a victim of his own success by by those kind of standards in that they had technology to maybe you know tighten up a story and, and tell something a little bit more gritty and and they saw the the new consoles as a way of being able to do something different with GTA, which yeah. I think is why it's so divisive. It's it's very marmite between between the two. Yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting to see that how they've kind of done that differently and and what they did with the, the Liberate City stories as well, which we'll we'll get onto. Uh, yeah, definitely at a later time when we start going through some of those DLC packages as well.
2: I think that's really interesting you were saying, Carrie, I remember very vividly about the PlayStation 3 generation I'm going to always refer to PlayStation because I've just always had a PlayStation never had an Xbox but like yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah, i th- th- I, th-
1: I think we all of us are here PlayStation gamers so. yeah okay
2: yes, but that's yeah. that's not to slag off the Xboxes obviously but, yeah yeah you know, not at all. I'm not you I'm know not, what we mean I'm being an inclusive environment here for everyone yeah <laughs> but yeah and um, the jump to playstation 3 was that big thing i remember them going on about it at so much lo- so much length and i'm sure it was just sony spin but the whole thing that was a blu-ray disc it was yeah. the first time since playstation 1 on playstation 1 the like the level of graphical fidelity versus the amount mm-hmm. of data that the disc could hold yeah, yeah was about even and you could get quite a good sized game with the amount of graphics so it's things like final fantasy i suppose final fantasy mm-hmm. 7 and stuff like that yeah um, Whereas PlayStation 2, you could get quite a lot of graphical fidelity, but you're still limited by the size of a DVD. So the yep. yep. thought was PlayStation 3 was meant to be this one where like, it even debounds a bit because your Blu-rays could still are up to, what was it, 50 gig, I think, or something. That's it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I remember that being like the big thing. And I think Liberty, Liberty City was probably the first time... Yeah. I, it was definitely seeing that city like that that pulled me in mm-hmm. from somebody who was kind of a casual observer to the, the universe up to yes. that point, I have to say. Like, yeah. just... Everything about that first trailer, the first trailer, yep. the one with like, yeah. oh god, I can't remember what he says now. The one with Nico's like over uh, voiceover, and uh, yeah, everything just looks marvelous. It's got that tune from that, um, uh, Coyne and that song that's on it. It's so good, man. Yeah, um, yeah, awesome. I remember just being blown away by that whole thing. It was ace. Oh yeah,
0: I like. I like you said that, that first trailer for Four is a hundred percent all about the engine. It's about how emotive this this area is going to be and like you say the first time you see liberty city you're drawn in instantly you're like right i want to, i want to drive around there that that just looks like me driving around a city um and it was all about the time lapse of the weather and the, the the sun going across in the shadows yeah. and everything of that church that, remember that yeah. because it is actually introduced as a character and it's liberty city it's all over the trailers yeah. it's what rockstar want you to to embody want you won't well, they want you to live and breathe this this um city and and during the the little Mm. intro through all the extremely cool um uh credits that are going on through there that are like just floating and bob and moving and oh just so cool yeah um they get out onto the deck and nico's mate i can't remember his name Mm -hmm. um goes look here it is here's liberty city the place that you can do anything and kind of introduces it in that way and i thought that was a very cool little kind of way of bringing in one of the biggest characters in that game
2: Totally. Totally. I was going to yeah. say, actually, I I, th- yeah. I actually kind of thought the same also about Nico's introduction to the game. And I'm sorry to skip ahead a wee bit to Nico, but like, I think I they both kind of, yeah. I really like the way that they're both introduced to you in the way that they're both, they're introduced to you. Like, they don't give a lot away about mm-hmm. Nico, but actually the reason that I found yeah. the game so immersive was because you mm-hmm. were brought into that place with Nico with kind of a blank slate. You know he's a yep. uh, a Yugoslav war vet, yep. and that's about all you do know about him. And he's got a cousin; he's obviously immigrating, but you don't really know much about him. Mm. And everything you learn is like that yeah. classic, like off the boat kind of fish out of water um, storytelling mm-hmm. thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That it's so well it's so well done. <clears throat> and like, yeah. not I'm not obviously going to start nailing into other GTA's, but like I do f- prefer that to like maybe I understand the the. The, the arc is much different than five because there's three characters and they're all very different and all mm-hmm. the rest of it. But I did really like yeah. the way that Nico was brought into the. It, it's like a classic storytelling sort of thing, isn't it? To like, you meet Roman and then you meet people and then that's you learning more about them through his point of view. Um, They yeah. do it like, it's a yeah. really stupid reference, but they do it really well also in CSI. I don't know if you've ever seen the first episode of CSI. It's like, there's a, there's a new member of the team. Mm-hmm. They introduce everyone to this new member of the team and it's the way that you learn like, oh, that guy likes bugs, she used to be a stripper, all yeah. that's nonsense, and then now you know all that stuff. And then they just kill, yeah. kill her at the end of the first episode. <laughs> Done. Easy. But it's really? It's the same as at the you... beginning of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, spoilers for a TV show that came out Jeez. in, like, 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but it's the same thing. Like, yeah. you learn everything about that through Nico not knowing anything either, and it's quite nice. It pulls you in yeah. very nicely, I thought.
0: Yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah, no, the, the whole fish out of water thing, like, is such a classic... Kind of uh, character trope to have, and learning like the world through their eyes. It's yeah, it's totally. it's great.
0: Yeah, very much. Yeah. I think very reminiscent or or mirroring um GTA three as well. Oh, um, yeah. In that you just you meet Claude getting caught up in a a bust out of jail you don't really know why he's there you know you get a very quick little little background into it but soon yeah you know you're scooped up by uh by the guy who's just been bust out of jail with you you get introduced to some people and there you start working your way towards meeting Catalina again uh for your revenge in a very similar way that that Nico brings up and I think the two of them being very tight condensed stories because really GTA 4 is not huge it it maybe takes quite a while and there's there's lots of distractions in there but um Mm. You know, it's a very condensed uh, city, it's a very condensed map. Uh, and the story's actually quite condensed as well. Uh if yeah. you just go through the the main kind of thread itself. But um but yeah, oh. I think Liberty City definitely character numero uno. Oh, definitely. But we've already yeah. we've already mentioned our everybody's favourite protagonist <laughs> that they love love to hate. <laughs> uh Do they? Mr. Bellick. Oh,
2: man. I love him. I think it's he's just great. L- it's just this long suffering. He just strikes me as like one of these guys that you definitely know that's like oh, I'm just going to carry on doing whatever's coming. Like, what's happening now? Okay, we'll do that yeah, then. Fine. Yeah, sure. Why not? What's this bullshit? Yeah. Okay, right. I'm going to go and find yeah. some diamonds, whatever. Like, he's just, <laughs> yeah. just... You know, it's just like he might complain a little bit about, yeah. fuck, okay. Because he's a good guy at heart, and he'll yeah. just help out or yeah. whatever. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I really like Nico. I've got a lot of time for I think that. Yeah. Nico, Nico I, I would
1: probably... I think, I think we've mentioned this probably countless times on the podcast, either, like, planning what we were going to say, or actually physically on the podcast, but uh, Nico's probably the best written protagonist mm-hmm. out of all of
2: GTA oh, yeah. by a country mile. You can totally tell that, I mean this was the one that, that was a really famous photo at the time, this came out of the mm. amount of script for this game, and it's a picture of a bit of like a pile yeah. of paper, massive pile of paper, versus like script from the last game, and you can tell that they just stretched their lights because they were able yeah. to, like they were able to do all this extra stuff because they had you know more space for audio on the disc or whatever reason yeah. it was like they definitely took their time over it was really good
0: it is it's It's interesting coming off the back of of such a huge game like san andreas that they didn't think to themselves right we've got 50 gigabytes of space let's make 100 square miles worth of of map yeah, or yeah. something like that they they actually souped in the map yeah. a little bit and, and made it very dense very very livable um but they they actually put that into like you say i mean i think there's about three different versions of each mission uh, depending on how many times you fail um yeah like the chat if you're driving somewhere oh and, yeah you know they're having some uh, chat about stuff they they change it every time until they yeah. get to the point where you've probably done it too much and they go i don't want to talk let's listen to the radio and then then you know that <laughs> Rockstar's is yeah. kind of going really mate this is this one's Did not really? that hard
2: cheers mate yeah I discovered that when we were playing a uh, three-leaf clover the yes. first time, that's for sure. That drive from uh, the McCreary's home to uh, the yeah bank. I never want to see that drive again in my life. I did that so many times. <laughs> uh, um, what I was going to say though, like the graphical man, the graphical fidelity, just back to that yeah. really quickly. Like there's some little things in there that just always get me, like little things like, you know, when you're in the car with mm-hmm. little Jacob, and they start coughing. He's like, oh, I don't have to do that yeah, shit in the yeah. car with me, man. And they put the, w- the window down and then the smoke yeah. starts coming out the window. He's hot, yeah, that, the that's car.
1: like, they didn't need, they didn't need to do that. They
2: like, they yeah, did not totally need to do it. And it's, it's
1: a thing with Rockstar is the fact like, you can say there's so many things like in like any of their games. Like, it's like they had, they didn't need to do it at all. Yeah. Like,
2: uh, I thought you were going to mention the bollocks. <laughs> I was away to say the weird. horse testicles.
1: <laughs> they didn't need to do it. So they did. <laughs> they
2: did. Yeah. You're right. They the other one was the the radio underneath bridges. Yeah. I don't know that that's one that always gets me if you're under yeah. a bridge listen to the radio it cuts yeah. out for that split second because we're pre dab here so it's like yeah. a proper like old school antenna analog. That that's cool. That is very very cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did like that. I like the because we play slightly differently which was great when we were going through like a 24 hour gaming challenge. Um I play in like in first person driving. Yeah, yeah. Which Ras doesn't. I also play with the regular um, camera, yeah. the right stick. Yeah. Do, you know, doing it regular, and Ras uh, plays it like a moron. so... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I, uh, um, every time i got in a car and it was raining you could hear the uh um, oh, yeah, the yeah. rain hit the roof of the car totally. whereas you wouldn't hear that you would hear it like the, the the sound effects and everything were totally different being outside of it and little things like that you just you just don't think about but that is the immersion that is what sets yeah. you into a, a world like that because it, it it just tells your brain that this is real that this is you know the way it's supposed to happen and not you having to like think differently to to get into uh, into something like other other games kind of sometimes i too. totally
2: forgot about that rain thing man that was so cool i mean even if you drive like an absolute idiot it's still really cool yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is very cool.
0: but i did i didn't even know that about the smoke because uh, i've never oh, seen Oh, because you would never been outside the car. Yeah. yeah of course yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's amazing that's absolutely amazing i'm gonna go play it now again in third person
2: is it worth mentioning obviously that we once tried to play this game in 24 hours yeah no very no successful i must say we even did. though i think we lost our minds slightly
0: we did go a little bit crazy um and i think 22 hours nailed it after, yeah 22 yeah it was it was a very good it was a very good it wasn't a world-class speed run but um we got oh, there we absolutely got there. Not. yeah it was good it was good
1: there's a brilliant cut scene like quite early on mm-hmm. where uh they go to the first uh kind of safe house and um like i think roman brings up something about the war he's like oh you're still talking about the wars like that. it's over sort of thing and like nico has this really like brilliant monologue about Mm -hmm. like like some of the shit that was going down and like you can really tell that he's like affected by this and then it just cuts to like roman just not paying attention and he's just and like they laugh it off and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but like there's just a really serious moment from nico and you're like oh this is this is different this feels like
2: so classic of this whole game isn't it like nico's got his shit but he doesn't yeah. obviously, he sometimes lets out a little bit, but actually there's the chaos around him. Just, it never yeah, really yeah. allows this whole story to happen or to breathe really, does it? So, um yeah, I, I forgot about that. That's, that's an amazing yeah. cutscene. Yeah. actually totally forgot Yeah, about it that. Is. That's really good. It is.
0: And that to introduce us yeah. to, to everyone's favourite.
2: <laughs> everyone's favourite cousin. <laughs> is, my, <laughs> is my phone ringing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not
1: now. <laughs> I don't want to go bowling. So, were any of you guys at Download 08...
2: Uh, it was nope. a seven, not eight. No, sorry. Uh,
1: okay, so uh, oh wait, obviously the year that Grand Theft Auto came out, and every single advert for GTA Four that came on at download just started with throwing God, Nicole my god, <laughs> and <laughs> and that was it for the whole weekend. Like it, it just became a like a meme for yeah. us at that point in time. <laughs> like we just turned just go my god
2: i love that about those days when it was like a meme but it was before memes were a thing right you were, like, yeah i know did it, it was, What they it, call it It was actually cool yeah, we were just saying <laughs> nonsense about each other all the time yeah i remember all that yeah love it
1: yeah but yeah that was uh that was download await for me
2: that's so good i am um, i have to say roman was quite annoying but i didn't really have a problem with just hanging up the phone i know that that gets you some kind of a stat somewhere yeah. but i know everyone got really annoyed with the phone hanging, but you would just be like no, I can't think. Yeah, Maybe well, that just means I'm a sociopath or something. I'm like dingy this phone call, screw you. But I just—I don't think yeah. I ever had a problem. I know I've That's the meme. That's a joke, isn't it? But yeah.
1: But I mean, like, like you said, um, like you said, Gareth, the, the kind of marmite of this uh, game. Like you either love it or you hate it. Uh, and uh, this is probably one of the contributing factors of this oh, game having quite a, a a negative kind of feel to it. Is the kind of forced interactions you've got to have with some people and yes. it'll happen at total random times like when you're either like in a mission or you're away way to go to a mission to do like this main part of the story and it'll just happen and it'll pull you away from it um and i don't think it's just planned out as well as it could have been
2: yeah
0: i, I agree yeah, yeah.
2: I think I mean they definitely tightened that up for the fifth one, didn't they? They, they obviously used the phone yeah. a lot yeah, more Yeah, definitely. Um, it was obviously a new toy at the time. I you know I give them a bit of a pass on that. It was yeah, yeah, definitely. And, yeah, I mean I'm I'm, yeah. going, I'm, I'm an apologist. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. To...
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I don't
2: think I I got annoyed at it when I was first playing it. No, no.
1: At all, like it, I just thought it was oh this is cool. Like I get to kind of like have this kind of little side kind of um thing to keep well side mechanic to kind of keep an eye on as well, which was cool. Um but yeah, like uh more recent playthroughs I've just been like, no nah, I'm I want to do the story. I want to see the story. Just leave me alone.
2: <laughs> I like the freedom of interaction you had with people, because obviously normally in a video game it's very controlled who you can speak to and if this person's not yeah. available. Yeah you would go up to them, you might have an interact button that doesn't exist or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, like if you want to speak to somebody, you have to push a button. But actually it was kind of cool to be able yeah. to just bring your phone up and go, right, I'm going to phone Brucey. And then obviously, you know, it was very clever the way that certain people yeah. had. They'd obviously decided everybody's lives and what they were like. Brucey maybe was a party guy. He maybe was only available from like six in the evening until four in the morning, whereas Roman you probably yeah. couldn't get on a Sunday or whatever, Do you know, stuff like that. I thought Yeah, was, yeah. I thought that was well thought out, even if, yeah, it was a wee bit clunky in implementation,
0: yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe slightly unpopular opinion on this one, but I'm going to bring this one out here because this, is, this was my last playthrough, and I, I finished this game, what, two weeks ago, if that, maybe just over a week ago. I'm going to say Roman is the antagonist of this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, you've, you've said this to me, and, uh, like, all the points you make are great. Like I, I fully understand your reasoning for this. So if you haven't said to Rass, then uh, yeah, explain.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, please explain this because
0: <laughs> I think I think Roman knows exactly what he's doing. I think he's manipulating. He he brings him over for protection. I think he, you know Roman's your first kind of mission yeah. giver. Mm-hmm. He he's got more to gain from from Nico coming across. So he's he sent all these letters promising wealth and success and all your dreams will come true and oh you got to you got to come over you got to see how i live pulls nico out of, of where yeah. he is gets him into liberty city and i know you know nico's got the the lure of of that special someone being in liberty city he's told that that person's in liberty yeah. city which he's actually not um he's got he has to be flown in later on so the, the guy's not in yeah. liberty City at all um and it's it's roman that, that has everything to gain mm. from this he he gets protection, he gets uh, debtors off his back, he, you know, he gets all the money that, that Nico goes. I think that potentially cutting room floor stuff, but I, on my most recent playthrough, which was just pure story thread, I, I wasn't going and, yeah. and playing around. I think Nico's the, he's kind of the antagonist. If, if Liberty City is the main character, Roman is your yeah. antagonist yeah. within this game. Right.
2: Okay. Yeah. Let's have a think about this. I, I've always felt yeah. And I get where you're coming from. I understand, totally understand why you say that. Yeah. Um, would that not then mean that the American dream mm-hmm. is the antagonist? <laughs> oh, is, hey, man, he, <gasps> yeah. Mind blown.
1: <laughs> is, 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 does
2: that not then make. Capitalism and America. I don't want to get this. I can't be asked. It's way too heavy. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I agree. I think that Roman is more like the annoying little kid in every movie that you just fucking hate. You know, like the kid in Indiana Jones that gets Indiana Jones into so much trouble. Because he runs his mouth off, gets into debt, fucking annoys the Albanians when he shouldn't have done. Yeah. And then you're like, I've got to tidy up after this bloody kid again. Do you know what I mean? I don't think... Mm-hmm. I don't think I would credit him with being smart enough to be the antagonist is probably what I'm saying <laughs> Yeah, I think I, th- I mean
0: we are getting into the realms of George R. Binks being a, a Sith Lord yeah. in the, the prequel is trilogy it- which is an, an amazing oh, there's an amazing <laughs> thread uh, of, of thought there that yeah. he's actually a, a Sith Lord it's, yeah. it's unbelievably good and I, I i personally go with that that makes the the people's far better. <laughs> But um he is the george orbin yeah. yeah. oh yeah 100% yeah 100% yeah like yeah, uh, yeah.
1: i i like i like ross's uh, analogy of um, him being that like that annoying kid that you just hate in films like it, it's
0: it's <laughs> i'm I'm not sure about uh, short round sorry i didn't Take to, that back uh, about short round I'm sorry man but
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no can not think of another shit kid in the top of
0: my head so. yeah but
1: like when you're saying oh, i have to tidy up after him again but yeah like like he's like uh, like you said uh like roman gets himself into so much shit and nico has to like bail him out so many times and like like you said yeah. as well like he gets him out of gambling debt and then like two missions later he's back in it again
2: it's yeah yeah, yeah. I think if you had freedom of choice I would have probably I wouldn't have had a problem walking away from Roman I know the game makes you continue to be a good a much yeah. better guy than apparently I am but um, <laughs> I think there was definitely a point in that story and I think it's just what you're saying there you to get him out of gambling debt, and then five minutes later he's like pissed off some other people and you're like "Yeah, actually do you know what just off you go like good luck yeah. I hope yeah, you get yeah. that sorted out yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the best mate see you later so let's let's go with Romans actually your your cousin and he's
0: actually <laughs> not, a nice guy, not,
1: not the antagonist. Now
0: let's say for a minute, yeah, not the antagonist. Let's say that he's he's just your buddy. He's the he is the annoying kid, yeah. really, isn't he? He's the he's there, um who's the is it Scott and T Bob? I was Mask? thinking of him, but I
2: thought that was too weird a reference. Okay. I didn't think anyone was going to know no, about I'm Scott and T Bob from from Mask. Yeah,
0: oh no. yeah, yeah, definitely. He's and all those 80s cartoons there's always like the human kid yeah. that hangs around with Transformers oh, yeah, yeah. inexplicably and what do they do oh they just fuck off yeah on his little like robot motorcycle and he'll get captured yeah, yeah. at each goddamn week
2: yeah um oh, now I'm just annoyed again about that <laughs> <laughs> that's so true though that's, that's so true
1: yeah so- yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm just having a look at the mission list so far. So you get kind of three missions with uh, Roman to start with, but like Roman gives you your your safe house. He's your like he's like he's not as cool as Eight Ball, but he's <laughs> uh, he gives you your starting set of missions mm-hmm. to get you accustomed with the actual mechanics yep. of the game. So um, yeah, so like the cousins Malik um you've got that that whole introduction mission uh it's your call uh which means you get the phone and you learn all about that and then uh you've got three's a crowd which uh you get introduced to michelle
0: yeah first playthrough i don't think you think anything's a bit weird No, nothing's off
1: no like uh there's a, i think there's like a few things that she says and like you think she's she's digging a bit deeper than what she probably should be mm-hmm. And um and like you can tell Nico Nico's picked up on this and he's like quite closed off about it and he just kinda keeps it to himself and
0: yeah.
1: Stuff like that. But that's probably Nico as a person. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, I was like, about just to say. It,
2: totally, exactly. Yeah,
1: keep keeping it keeping it to himself. Um but Michelle's obviously trying to f- Fish for some information, shall we say.
2: Yes. I, I didn't, I will be very honest, I'm, I'm the worst for spotting things coming up in TV shows and all the rest of it. I didn't see it coming at all. Like, I remember the first time I played yeah. that through and she was like, oh, God damn it. I was like, I, did, I just didn't see it coming at all. I know that all of her wording was a bit weird and there's obviously quite a lot of yeah. um, scenes that I don't really think we need to go into where she's like asking to just speak to her about something, tell me anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah. I, um, I just thought, well that's weird i don't know yeah i, didn't give it any thought. <laughs> I was like all right yeah I'd
1: l- yeah i don't i don't think i don't think you really pick up on it on the first time like um like something might seem a wee bit off but it's like it's nothing like too too out of the ordinary and then on your second place to uh, onwards like you, obviously you know yeah. and you notice a f- fair few more things happening um uh, but yeah, um yeah, we're kind of dancing around actually uh what she actually does.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all know where where it's where it's going. She uh yeah. well, let's call her by her her real name, Karen. Karen, yeah. Fucking Karen. <laughs> uh it turns out cool to of be yeah. <laughs> <Courses> of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is a cat. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, we got Karen working for the United Liberty Paper in an unknown capacity with an unknown um agency that that seems to know an awful lot about people who seem to be extremely extremely shady um yeah and she's just a way in and trying to get uh nico to start talking mm-hmm. um and a little contact there because obviously somebody's watching very very closely because nico's quite quite quickly gets in a uh, tangled up with a, a couple of the the well the main actual protagonist in this one uh dimitri yeah um who's a very interesting character we'll get to him just in a wee minute but yeah we meet him through vlad yes um yes we do vlad being one of the first kind of people that we we find extorting and and coming after roman uh, roman owes him uh, a fair amount of money um so he he kind of comes into the the taxi uh company and starts taking what he wants yep. and that's where where nico kind of first meets him and starts working for him and mm-hmm. things kind of start escalating from there because Nico's very adamant that his old life is over. Yeah, uh, he yeah. does actually just want to get have a, a bit of a quiet yeah. life. Um mm. and yeah, Vlad seems to to want to exploit that a little bit and, and sees a little bit of something in Nico, yeah. whether they know about Nico or not. I don't know his past and his kind of special skill set that they've got, but he starts yeah. getting pulled into stuff pretty quickly.
2: Mm. Yes, he does. It it's interesting that actually this is the first bit. I mean, you know, it's not the first time in the game that Nico yeah. does a crime. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely is the first time that you start to realise that he's quite adept yeah. at it. I mean, obviously he is. Yeah, yeah. It's a GTA game. He's they've written him up as this like vet and all this stuff. He obviously wasn't going to be yeah. crap at it. <laughs> but um, you know this is definitely Vlad. Vlad's missions are the first ones where you're like losing cops and drug deals. I think you've already met little Jacob by the time you get to Vlad. So mm-hmm. you've yeah. done some mildly dubious shit. But I think it's when Vlad comes along that you're like, yeah, I need to go and do some can you do a crime coming up exactly he does It
0: starts off as just like shaking down folk for protection money yeah um laundrettes yeah. and stuff like that as well um but then he's asked to go off and do take care of someone and you know nico even says you know collecting protection money is one thing but killings another yeah but he doesn't really put up too much of a a, a fight on that one he just goes
2: yeah. Okay. Off I go. Yeah. Off you. Off of you. This is what I was saying about him. He's like, oh, for God's sake! All right. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's it is the Bioshock effect. <laughs> yeah. That Bioshock effect of
0: will you kindly?
1: Yeah. Yes, and you God will,
0: damn. And you will. You're off just you ruining thirteen-year-old yeah, games so- all over the shop here, Gareth. God damn it! <laughs> I really will. I know. My worst thing is I think I misquoted that one. um So I'm very sorry if I if That's I said that, didn't work. that quote wrong. I didn't want exactly. to trigger yeah. anyone. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't want to
1: trigger you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the mission, Ivan. The not so terrible.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, did you
2: kill or did you spare him? I killed him. I think.
0: Uh, when you chase him up to the rooftop and yeah, yeah. And oh he's no, wait, no, off. no, I'm yeah. getting totally
2: confused. I didn't kill him. Sorry, I was thinking of Vlad. That was coming up. Spoilers, did you not? Yeah, I don't think I did that, actually. I think it's I spared spoilers, him. Yeah. He, he pops in later on, doesn't he? If you spare him, I'm pretty sure. So I'm.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I spared him too. Yeah
0: oh i didn't i feel bad now
2: (laughs) you horrible person gary you know a lot about gareth during doing this podcast Uh, yeah i am yeah i am and uh
1: yeah i'm questioning my uh (laughs) my position on the podcast
0: (laughs) you said gta oh sorry i thought you meant something else
2: There's a story coming up later that's just going to make everyone turn off about Gareth in video games. But yeah. Oh no, that, that, was, that was actually me. I don't know what i we're, we're ready. We're it, ready. Was you, it was you, I was just a witness. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, well. Cool. Yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, like you said, Rass, um after that, you've got a couple of missions with uh, Roman, but the first one is Uncle Vlad, yeah. where you have to kill him. And that's actually not optional, is it? I
2: didn't, I've kind of remember that being an optional one, but there's, that's just a straight I up. I think
1: so. Like, uh, it gives you, it, I think it gives you the actual, like, crosshair and you can kinda of aim where you want to go but uh but yeah you have I think you have to kill him. Like I don't think it gives you the the option to kinda of spare him. It's um, like that
2: bit at the end of God of War Three if anyone's played that where you're like beating the shit out of Zeus and it doesn't tell you at any point that you can stop and you're just like yeah the buttons <laughs> for about forty minutes and then you're like oh, oh, I fucking problem here. <laughs> like, you uh no I'm pretty sure you do yeah. have to kill him.
1: Yeah, so yeah, that, that kind of brings like the like I wouldn't say it's the first act because like it's like we're still kind of getting into, it but it's like the first little section of this game mm-hmm. uh, comes to a close at this point in time, and then basically because you've you've killed Vlad, then um, things just start going south for you guys. Yeah, at this if, point in time,
2: if it's not the end of the first act, it's definitely the end of the epilogue. I would say, or not epilogue, a prologue. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah um because that's pretty much you're on your own from there aren't you you start to meet people that matter a bit more
1: yeah and you get like the new section of the map and stuff Mm -hmm. like that to explore but um yeah the um yeah just that whole like i think we've we've said this about like most gta games is the fact that like you get to a point and then you have pretty much almost everything taken away from you and you Mm -hmm. start
0: again oh yeah there's no but yeah it's, it's a good shout i mean everything is literally burned down for them uh and they they kind of have to, to flee and move away and that's where
2: yeah.
0: you leave that kind of initial part uh behind you and, and you start to meet folk yeah it feels
1: it feels really weird though like the fact that like like you get quite attached to this kind of like i think you always get attached to like your first kind of safe house that you go to in like any kind of gta game and just to have that taken away from you at the start, like in, in other mm. games, you can go back to the, your first safe house, but you get better ones as you go on. Mm-hmm. But this yes. one is just literally burnt down, and you cannot go back to it.
2: That um, that second safe house actually in Bohan always ends up being your first safe house, doesn't it? The second, the one that you end up going to after yeah. that, the one in Bohan. Um, yeah, it it probably is your first actual safe house. I I totally agree though. Like it's like I was saying earlier when you're from a first point of view of. Joining the, you know, it's your safe space in it, especially if you've just joined yeah. the map mm-hmm. and joined the city and learning everything about everything. It's not even like, like for example, Michael is very like centered in his big, nice, posh house that you never really leave. In five, you're coming into a kind of a crappy situation, and you're learning everything about the city from that house. It's pretty brutal. I definitely remember being a bit like, oh shit, when you know when his house got burnt down and uh, including his business as well, man. That's pretty brutal. Eh?
0: it is it's we've talked before about how how these kind of storytelling mechanics work with the gameplay of an open world like that and definitely coming off the boat as we are learning about this new massive city yes we've been to liberty before but yeah this is you know such a huge version of it yeah. and as soon as you start to learn you know go down this road turn right there's ammunition go down this road here's that thing Uh, all all gets taken away from you and you have to go and relearn everything uh with a a completely different kind of bunch of people and then you you start wondering you know who on earth can we can we trust through this because there's some some interesting characters coming up this is probably my favorite part of the game i think oh yeah um, yeah because it's a very eclectic uh bunch of characters in this first kind of third before we get on to the you know, the second and third kind of acts within within the game.
2: Yeah. You can almost split it up by islands, actually, can't you? I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. But actually, if you're thinking about acts, you've got your two islands, you, your broker Dukes, and Bohan on one side. That's like act one pretty yeah. much before it opens up to Algonquin. And then yeah. the third act's pretty much all the Alderney and uh, Roman stuff, isn't it?
0: Pretty, yeah, pretty much. I think you, you've got that kind of eclectic kind of like beginning where you, you go through and, you, you know, you're sitting there with basically working for faustin until dimitri goes and you know messes everything up yeah um and it's as soon as you kind of get the playboy x kind of decisions with with um with Dwayne there as well that's kind of the end of that kind of part because the, the overlap with the mccreary's has, has started from there and you, the mccreary's is definitely your second kind of yeah. uh, act in there um, yeah, yeah. it's pushing things toward the their bosses who you start meeting like ray who's working for um the mob bosses and that's where you get to that final kind of section uh where you're working for the mob bosses and you've actually you've worked your way up from the the lackeys on the street to the next kind of step up where you're doing the bigger jobs and then you're actually working directly with the bosses and meeting them themselves so it's it's a very nice kind of rise to to power for the that nico goes through but yeah um yeah
2: totally i have to say my memory i mean i'm I'm remembering bits as we go here, but I have to say when you start talking about all those mob bosses, that was a massive blur for me. I mean, there's a couple of big bits in this game that I remember so mm-hmm. f- vividly for being like really strong missions, and like a r- really massive fan of the bigger missions yeah. that were like three yeah. act yeah, missions yeah. in their own right. Yeah. Um, not what I mean if we're going to go through them all, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. wait and <laughs> wait yeah. till we get to them, obviously. But there are some pretty big ones. That I I definitely remember being some of the best like missions i've probably played in yeah. any games let alone gta is like just brutal and punishing and then yep. you do it and you're like yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 definitely i think that that last kind of part of the game is very fuzzy
0: it's it's quite rushed um at the end and like i say, there's there's handoffs that we'll, we'll kind of get to that each person overlaps a little bit and introduces you to another kind of section and that um and it's not something yeah. until I'd, I'd recently played a couple of weeks ago that I actually remembered that you actually get up to the, the end and it's pretty much you're, you're working for not Leone himself, Salvador Leone, but it's, it's a very similar kind of yeah. style situation there.
2: Yeah, I think my only caveat to that would be that I I do feel like in GTA games they always like work something in mm-hmm. from a previous game that like they're always trying something out in a game and then they... Realize yeah. it fully in a later game, and in this case, it's the DLCs yeah. being a part of the actual yes. story of this game. GTA 4 is not yeah. the yes. story, actually. It's like I was about to say, just when you were talking about how the end of Alderney was quite rushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alderney, is that was quite is Alderney, isn't it? Um, it's actually because you barely t- yes. scratch the surface of Alderney until you play Lost in the Damned. Most of that game happens in Lost of the, in, in Lost of the Damned, so yeah, um, in Alderney, sorry. So actually, it's that whole thing where they're they've trying out the three protagonist thing. And then 5, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously, we know what happens in 5. It, It is mm. basically, that is the game. Um, I do think that, yeah, the story maybe gets a wee bit of a rip-in, but it doesn't help that everyone that isn't on Xbox probably yeah. and play it in one go. Because uh, it was timed exclusive, obviously, so we all had yeah, to get it yeah. like a year and a half later. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Taken on its whole, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Um, there's loads of threads and it goes off and you can do loads of other stuff. But, um, yeah, I agree that maybe the story in its own, its own standing is probably not mm-hmm. as strong totally yeah yeah it's a good shout though it, it
0: to do gta 4 just yeah. by itself isn't 100 fair um as in that is a three-part story like you say um but yeah we we, we will yeah. uh, get you back in for those ones when we we finally get around yeah. to the <laughs> i'm definitely <laughs> gonna
2: play them before I, if i'm back here i <laughs> talk about this stuff man uh, <laughs> i have to go find <laughs> my ps3 we'll put up yeah. in yeah
0: <laughs> so we we've we've met vlad we've done a few missions with him um and he well he was he was a dick so he's gone now um yeah he is gone he is gone (laughs) Um, we um but we start to meet some of the the other amazing characters in this and some of the most beloved characters as well we've mentioned little jacob um
2: just because he is absolutely fantastic just because you mentioned jacob there man i am I have to say that he doesn't get enough credit in this game. I think he's probably no. one of my, he's probably my favorite character actually mm-hmm. after Nico. Um, yeah, yeah. He just is yes. there for the whole game. He's just like subtly in the background. Yeah, he just yeah. Turns up and actually he's the one I was always wondering, especially after some of the twists and turns the story takes. I was always wondering if he was going to mm-hmm. betray you at some point because it would be yeah. too easy to write that in. But actually, yeah. he, he turns he turns up and picks you up at the the hotel. Uh, I trying to say, the hospital. He mm-hmm. picks you up at yeah, the yeah. hospital when you get totally screwed up at one point. And I was yeah. like, man, God damn, yeah. actually, Jacob's a yeah. fucking dude, Jacob. isn't
0: he? I always yeah. felt bad hanging up his calls.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's the one totally. that I was like, oh, I'm really sorry, man. I can't I can't do that thing just now. Yeah. But...
2: Yeah, I can't remember of... what Jacob's options were, because everyone had different options, didn't they? I'm sure it was probably a yeah. strip club. Uh, strip club. Yeah. A uh, uh, drug yeah. mission. Yeah, strip, strip basically. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. A drug
1: mission in a strip club
0: yeah it's um he also gets one of the best um missions and again this is something that i I was thinking about when i was replaying it is you know why does it get such a rap for being so serious because the mission set in this game is quite tame they are mostly gunfights uh, basically they are mostly drive somewhere protect the package take the package back to the the boss kind of idea um until little jacob kind of shows up and he has some some extremely exciting ones um he has a very similar mission to the Vice City Chef mission, where um, you're up protecting, and then you you go on okay, a chase yeah. afterwards, uh, and of course drop him off, and you get to you ha- you're in a helicopter chase with Lil Jacob as well.
2: Oh yeah, um, oh yeah,
0: which is a fantastic, it, and it's one of the more kind of crazy missions. And I think this is something that maybe a lot of fans who fondly remember going and stealing a jetpack and then chasing a train on a jetpack and then you yeah, know, yeah doing all those like ridiculous san andreas and, and vice city stuff like we've talked about one of my favorite ones ever in vice city is is jumping on a bike from building to building just to shine some yeah, spotlights yeah. on candy sucks <laughs> at, on the side of another big building it's just ridiculous yeah, yeah. stuff for yeah. because fun that's why um you well, don't really get that in in, in gta 4 it is a very
2: yeah, no, I, I think they, um, they make up for that. And again, I'm going to stop referencing the DLCs because it's uh, later. I know we'll talk about it later. It's fine. But the Ballad of Gay Tony more <laughs> than makes up for that, I think. That is what that's all about. Um, But yeah, a lot of Jacob's missions yes. are good for that too, man. I like the helicopter chase. As much as the helicopter controls are a bit like, you feel like a dog trying to drive a helicopter. Do you know what I mean, it's not, it's not easy, especially in that game. Yeah. It's like doing it with mittens on
1: well well yeah do you think it's time we bring up the controls in this game
2: <laughs> you didn't even pay me to do that right yeah there we go. Uh, yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's why i knew that you were the right guy yeah
1: so um, so does anyone feel like uh, there is like i don't know uh, a whale sitting on the front of a car yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> when you're driving it like i i know they're going for the whole realistic thing and like uh, it's like a standard thing now like I, we've talked about um like universal control schemes that mm-hmm. we have in games now where r 2s is your accelerate and l 2s your brake and that was something it took a bit of getting used to but um yeah just in this game like um like hyper realistic in terms mm-hmm. of like braking and stopping power uh, yes. in stopping distances in this game because you pull the brake in any other game uh, other gta and you'd be driving along and suddenly like come to a halt mm-hmm. and which felt really snappy and uh, like very arcadey but um which they kind of brought back in five
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh but yeah four like you hit the brake and you're going for ages like, yeah.
0: yeah you are it, yeah it's the first time it kind of shows you, you 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 can't just drive at full pelt the no. whole way through the city um and handbraking around every single corner is not
2: an option in this game no. at all um, no not at all as much fun as
0: it as it kind of is um, I've,
2: always you know what, just, I, I've always just assumed it was the controls on the playstation 3 that did that to be totally honest with you i think i was just no. I, i'm assuming it's not but like i played xbox i was just yeah. figured because you know it's got those marshmallow-y, those adaptive triggers are not very good on the PlayStation yeah, or yeah. the DualShock 3 or DualSense no. or whatever it was I always just felt that like yeah. maybe almost they put the brake one to be a little bit too analogue rather than just being like a it's a brake yeah. do you know what I mean I don't know yeah, it's, yeah. To, it's interesting yeah, yeah. to hear that you guys say that I just got used to it and just dealt with it to be honest but yeah, yeah you're right yeah
1: no like, it's a, same, same with us yeah we, we, like, we got used to it and like um, that was our standard of GTA <laughs> at that point in time was like we just had to get used to it and yeah. we did uh, but yeah like going back to it comparing it obviously to like uh they like um snappiness of five is just Which, yeah great. <laughs> it does feel like something it does feel like something has died on the front of the car <laughs> and <laughs> probably, probably <has. laughs> it yeah it
0: probably has yeah am yeah. a mild bit even even the characters like the turning circle of nico is like uh an oil tanker you know yeah, he yeah. would get stuck in the suez canal Uh, canal sorry i think if if he uh, if he had to walk through egypt he would get he would get jammed in there and there would be billions of of economic uh crisis going on behind him i think uh, yeah yeah. again a a small victim of it sorry i mean roman (laughs) Um <laughs> yeah, no will let you over there. Yeah. Um I get a small victim of its its own success. They, they had the fantastic Euphoria engine, which I was extremely excited about. I, I read up so much about this tech when it was coming yeah. out, and it was a great bit of AI that it, it it was absolutely fantastic, but it was just it was ramped up so much that when you wanted to turn around it was very realistic you couldn't actually just stop and turn around the other way you had to do this massive turning circle and it makes some of those like you say those multi-tiered missions pretty tricky to do because if you're trying to chase somebody down a set of stairs and you accidentally get caught on the banister or something you're either shot to death (laughs) or or the guy gets away too much yeah i just had a
2: horrible like reliving a moment from about a decade ago were you saying that just (laughs) thinking about yeah, I'm home free. Amazing. Just need to get to that dot, and then you got to jump over the smallest brick, and it—you trip or something. Do <laughs> you know? Sometimes you would yeah. do a trip, and his whole body would yeah. go oh, timber, and then you'd just be on your <laughs> face. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's, yeah. It's fantastic, and this is why it's—it's so close to being such a perfect yeah. game. Um, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. How far away was this from Ellie Noir? Good question. I think this might—I think Ellie Noir. I have in my head being like, was it not two thousand and? Nine maybe is a bit early for it. I want to say nine. Ten, I think, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Two seconds, live searching.
0: Live searching on a podcast. Da, do, do. It was 2011. Oh. Oh, well,
2: miles yeah. off. But yeah, totally. Yeah. Do you know, that's really interesting. And I'm sure we'll come back to mm-hmm. this later on. And I do have feelings, a lot of feelings. <laughs> but like, man, the, the distance between four and five. Yes. Yeah. Was five years? Yeah. And they released in that time, I forgot about Ellie Noir and two DLCs, and Red Dead yeah. Redemption. Yeah. Man, those guys have been on holiday for the last <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, they have. We'll come back to that. I have some yeah. feelings, clearly. <laughs> They're making far too much money on GTA Online. Yeah, totally.
0: Far too much money. Um, okay, so... <laughs> All right, we're going to call it there for this week's episode. We hope you'll join in next week for the rest of this discussion and the NPC dialogue. Until next week, keep it six stars.